Baseball is back. Connor Morissette and Alex Scar here for the first LA City section baseball video of 2019. We're at Palisades High. The Dolphins crushed Granada Hills today 7-1. Alex, baseball's back. Very exciting. I am so excited. This is the best time of the year. Remember last year, Connor, we sat out Saturday afternoons watching some baseball, spitting some seeds. The best time of the year is upon us. And I think the city section, we talk a lot about basketball. Great run for a lot of the city section teams in basketball. Don't forget about baseball. There's no. some really, really good teams, a ton of good competition. I can't get, can't wait to get started. So we'll get to our top 10, but I want to touch on some teams just outside the top 10. First, going to go to a new King of K's segment, preview some games next week, so a ton of good stuff to get to. But first, teams outside looking in right now for our top 10. Granada Hills, they were in our first top 10. They fall out after losing today to Palisades and to Silmar earlier in the week. Silmar is a team on the outside looking in. Roosevelt yeah. is strong. So there are some teams who we expect to make some noise who aren't in our 10 best right now, but that could certainly change as time goes on. Yeah, I think the one team to watch specifically of the teams that missed it, it's Silmar. I think their their bats might not quite be what they were last year, but the arms, the stable of young arms they've got. Enrique Espinoza against Granada Hills, I think struck out 10, yeah. 11. Kid had a Went the distance. Kid had a fantastic outing. Yeah, I think it was a complete game shutout for him. So it looks like Silmar is going to have a lot of good arms. Question will be, can they score enough runs? But that Valley Mission League, we've got just one team in. Kennedy's rebuilding. They've lost, I think, 10 or 11 seniors. It's just San Fernando in that Valley Mission League that's ranked right now. So Silmar, the path is... It, it's ahead of them. I think there are a lot of good things that they can do to build towards a spot in the, in the top 10. So there's a quick breakdown of some teams who we still have on our radar, but not in that top 10. Number 10, Alex, this week, it's Carson, the Division One runners-up from a year ago. Jaja Bellinger is back, a great pitcher for mm -hmm. them. It's an exciting team in the Marine League, man. It is wide open this year. San Pedro's great, Banning's great. Carson, yeah. they'll have a shout as well. So much fun. Yeah, Carson, Banning, San Pedro, if you remember from last year, it was a three-way tie. Carson was the one team that missed out on the Open and it Division. it worked out for them went to and Dodger they, Stadium, yeah, only exactly. team out of that mix. Right, maybe it worked out for them because they were able to have that memory go to Dodger Stadium, but the taste in the mouth has got to be mm. sour. You lose to Verdugo Hills, you don't go home with the ring. What good's the memory if the memory's of a loss, right? So a lot of these good teams here we're talking about, I think Carson, the way they're starting to kind of turn into a program, this is not a team on the map a couple of years ago, but here they are. They're returning several juniors, now seniors, from that team last year. Carson's going to be a team to watch. At number nine, the Pauley Parrots. They're 3-3-1. They already have city wins over Kennedy and Roosevelt in a tough L against San Pedro. So yeah. you'll love to see the city teams battling it out before league play begins. And Pauley, I was at their game last year against Verdugo Hills. Vicious rivalry. Yeah, I baby. can't wait to check out that game this season. Man, those were two teams who hated each other. It was awesome. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun later in the year. And this year, I think it's going to be Pauley's turn. Because yeah, if you remember, too. Verdugo Hills was the team to beat last year. We just talked about how they beat Carson to win Division One, But we're talking about the Pauley Parrots. I saw them lose to San Pedro 1-0 oh, yes, in did. eight innings. That's a tough team. I think San Pedro, we're going to talk about Palisades in a minute, like we're standing here in the outfield of Palisades High School. <laughs> they might be the, the, the best, biggest team outside the West Valley League, but don't uh, take away your eyes from San Pedro. Anyway, talking about Pauley, this is going to be a good, scrappy team. Elias Calavas, he throws in the low 80s, can spot a good fastball, got a decent hook, but the kid I'm most impressed with, Juan Rodriguez. He's their third baseman. I think he throws about 91, 92 miles an hour on the mound. Maybe that's a little bit, a little bit high, a little bit of, of an overestimate, but the it's kid... The kid absolutely brings it. He's 6'2", probably 180. He got a great third baseman.
defenseman's body, got a cannon of an arm over there. So if he can hit and he can kind of pace that team on the offensive side, Pauly's going to be a tough out. All right, look out for J-Rod and Pauly over there. Number eight, San Fernando, 4-1. and one. A disappointing loss to Roosevelt, but they have wins over Venice, Granada, and Bell. So right now, that resume kind of screams Division One to me. Those teams that they should have beaten, they have, with the exception of Roosevelt. They'll have chances to beat some open division teams down the line, and we like them to finish there. Yeah, Matt Dodd, a one-hitter against Granada Hills. Granada Hills kind of getting beaten up a little bit right now. We talked about how they lost the Palisades. They're going to be a rebuilding team, but I think San Fernando, when I mentioned off the top and I talked about Silmar, and I said that Valley Mission League is winnable, well, San Fernando is going to be the one team that stands in their way. They lost Anthony Villagran from last year. He was their best player. He was their outfielder and their ace on the mound. He was the guy that's going to hurt to miss the most. Obviously, Lawrence behind the dish is tough to lose as well. But Matt Dodd, when you come out and you throw a one-hit shutout against a good West Valley League team, rebuilding or not, that paints well for the future. At seven, we have San Pedro, another Marine League team. They're five and one. They had a big 4-3 win over Palisades last week. When seedings come out in the open division, that game will play a huge part in where yeah. San Pedro lines up. So the question is, who's the best non-West Valley League team? San Pedro's in the discussion. Banning's in the discussion. Palisades is in the discussion. We have San Pedro at seven. They've latched a lot of really nice wins so far this year. Yeah, and I know when people look at this, if you're a San Pedro fan, you're going to say, well, we beat Palisades. Why are we six and Palisades five? And I'll break it down for you right now. I'm looking at this and thinking, what team do I think has the legs to get all the way through the open division? Not to take anything away from that big win over Palisades for San Pedro, but they didn't face their number one. Wyatt Longcar here at Palisades, he's the number one guy for San Pedro. I love Anthony Scognamillo. I watched him throw a complete game shutout. Pitch well today, too. Pitch, yeah, pitch very well against today in another ball game. I saw Travis Connolly. I think he's only a junior, big first baseman, also, also throws pretty well off the mound. San Pedro has the tools. And talk about Palisades, the competition between those two. Yeah, that one game, that could mean a ton coming towards seeding implications. Six, Banning, four and one. Have one of the top players in the city in pitcher Anthony Hoya, and I saw them beat Venice, and I was really impressed with freshman catcher Shiloh Abito. Wow. He's this little 14-year-old kid, but man, can he play. He went two for three, had a couple RBIs, really blew me away. He's a good young guy. Yeah, we talked about Anthony Hoya at length last year, the best freshman arm in the city section, and this year he's the best sophomore arm in the city section. The question for Banning, can they hit? Like so many of these teams, we ask that same question year after year. Can you back up your pitcher? Can you pick him up if he's got a two-hit shutout going in the fifth inning? If it's nothing-nothing, they have just as equal shot at losing that ball game as the team your pitcher's dominating. So the question for Banning, like it is with all of these ball clubs, can you support him? Can you get that offense? If they do, they're going to be a tough out in the open division. Palisades at number five, we saw Lucas Brom, who is their number three, throw a complete game shutout against, or not shutout, throw a complete game victory, allowed a, one run a against two -hitter. Granada Hills. Yeah, two-hitter, played really well. He won the distance today, and he's their number three guy. I think that kind of tells you all you need to know about the Dolphins. They're a really loaded team. Yeah, I watched Brom last year, and what I noticed when I first saw him, I thought, man, this kid's throwing harder. He must have had three or four miles an hour on that fastball, sitting in the mid-80s, had a 10-strikeout performance here against Granada Hills. That's difficult to face. If you're talking about a playoff game, Saturday, 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 right? When you got that set up and you got weeks to rest, if you can throw Long Car for five and then Brom for two, or you can throw Will Kokiard, a Georgia Tech commit, and then Long Car for two after Kokiard goes five, that might be unhittable. And here we go, the four semifinalists from a year ago. At number four, Chatsworth, off to a bit of a tough start. They're 3-3-1, three, three, and one. two really tight losses, though, one against Thousand Oaks. So they're right there. Gabe Achicaro's back. We expect big things from the Chancellors once again. Yeah, Chatsworth, Austin Carrillo comes back, like you mentioned, Gabe Achicaro. Stevan Gomez is also back. So Chatsworth, they should be in the driver's seat for a lot of these games in the West Valley League. They're going to drop a few weeks. El Camino Real is retooling. Cleveland's really good, Birmingham's really good, but Chatsworth is going to be right there in that mix. The thing I was really impressed by, one 
one-run losses against Harvard-Westlake and Hart. Yeah. And then, of course, the one-run loss against Thousand Oaks. So all of these teams that they're playing, these are really good baseball teams. And when you're able to compete at a high level, I mean, we saw Harvard-Westlake take down my alma mater, I think, 17 to nothing. 17 right? to 1. 17 to 1. Hey, at least we scored. But hey, you know what I'm saying? Chatsworth, when they're in ball games, you know they're going to give you your best punch. Still a very good team. At three, Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland, we've talked a ton about them. Chris Lozano, remember him? We talked about him a lot last year. I think this is going to be a really good team. They're five and three right now. They swept Canyon, had a doubleheader against them, beat Ventura, beat Burroughs, and then they had some losses against West Ranch and Saugus by a run. So they're right exactly where we think they are. Maybe not quite as good as West Ranch or Saugus, but they're cleaning up against teams they have to do. And then Lozano, and then Bobby Velasco and Alec Garcia. Two more returners. Remember last year when Cleveland was that one team full of sophomores, full of the guys that how are they having such great seasons as sophomores with no varsity experience? Well, now they're juniors. Watch out for Cleveland. Number two, El Camino Real, which means number one is Birmingham, the two teams who met at Dodger Stadium for the Open Division Championship a year ago. Alex, I think it's safe to say you like both those teams to return there again, barring any crazy injuries or any yeah. stories like that. What makes these two teams so special? Yeah, am I going to ruin everyone's appetite for my future predictions if I say El Camino Real and Birmingham are going to meet again at Dodger Stadium? Stadium? Maybe. But El Camino Real at Birmingham might meet at Dodger Stadium again. Elko's got one of the best players here in the city section in Cole Kitchen. I think he threw a complete game, gave up one run against Valencia, a team that I really like. Davis Kopp, who's the catcher over there, fantastic kid. Cole Kitchen shut him down. So this is going to be a really, really, really good team. And then for Behan, I mean, Johnny Tincher. Johnny Tincher, just, Albert Garcia. Yeah. This, Put it this guys way. who were big time guys who were on our TV show last year yeah. are all back. Right, exactly. This is a team that's retooled, they're reloaded. But slow down, I got one question about Birmingham. Albert Garcia, he's number one. He's the Who's number two? He's the best junior pitcher on that team. He might be the best junior pitcher. Might in be the, the best pitcher, section. period. Who gets the ball when Bird has a day off? We see Alex Ballesteros get a little bit. He's a shortstop, throws hard, he's got a sharp slider. Didn't see the command out of him. Who gets the ball on those days off? If they can answer that question, I think Birmingham's gonna be a very tough team to beat, but Hey, nothing's a given, and right now Birmingham has some questions to answer. Two quick things before we wrap up. The King of K's, our new segment this year. Wyatt Longcar, 12 strikeouts and a win for Pally earlier this season. Man, so he gets the uh, inaugural King of K yeah. award for just being so dominant. Yeah, Wyatt Longcar, he's going to Ohio State next year. Had a 12 strikeout performance against Taft. Sitting 88 to 90 on the radar gun. The kid's got a great fastball. Then has a curveball that just buckles some knees, throw him a chair. Kid's a great kid to watch. and. Nobody more deserving right now to give our inaugural King of K's. What games are you looking forward to this week? So Cleveland and Carson, I think. I think that's on Tuesday. That's going to give us a really good idea as to where these two teams stack up. We've got Cleveland at 3, Carson sitting at 10. Is Carson a little better than 10? Well, we'll see. They get Cleveland and then El Camino Real and Pauly. So that's a 2 versus 9. Both of these games I can't wait to go see, and hopefully some of the other games that we're not talking about prove to be just as well. He's Alex Gar. I'm Connor Morissette. This is the L.A. City Section Baseball video. We will be back next week. Thank you so much for tuning in.